Hello everyone, welcome to my show Career Startup Podcast, a podcast to spotlight world-class Asian entrepreneurs, C-suite executives and leaders who provide insights from their personal journey to inspire you. And this is your host Priyanka Kumla joining you on the 54th episode of Career Startup Podcast. And to our listeners who are tuning in on YouTube, Twitter and LinkedIn, do continue to follow me Priyanka Kumla and our Career Startup Podcast page on LinkedIn. for your linkedin live notifications and also follow us on our youtube channel our twitter channel and your favorite podcast streaming platform today i have with me a special guest who i see personally as an ally for women in tech and this person is none other than brian thomas the cto of corazon technologies who's joining us from kansas city here in the us hey brian welcome to the show thank you priyanka i appreciate it Thanks so much Brian. Uh Brian, I see you as somebody who's always focused on helping others succeed, especially women in technology, and I've seen you do that personally for me and I felt Brian needs to be on the show to talk about his meteoric rise as a C-suite leader as well as provide advice to young professionals to grow their careers in technology and talk a little bit about the future trends in technology. Are you excited about this? Absolutely. Yes, I uh, I think your platform gives uh, a voice to those uh looking to grow their career in technology or executive leadership and I, I you're doing a great job. So thank you. Thanks so much Brian. So let's quickly check in who our listeners are. We have Nikita Palmer from Chicago. Hey Nikita, welcome to the show. To the others who are listening to us on various streaming platforms, do drop a quick hello and where you're from so we get to know who you are. With that being said, just a quick reminder to our Career Startup Podcast listeners, we have one free mentoring session with Brian Thomas. So to grab your chance, please drop in a question at any time during this podcast episode and get a chance to talk to Brian and get his mentorship. And he's such a fabulous guy to get to know, so I can say that. All right, Brian, with that said, let's get started about who Brian is. Brian, I see you as someone who has had several senior leadership roles including the chief information officer role CIO chief technology officer CTO and a healthcare executive in the fortune 500 healthcare and public sector spaces Brian is known for his innovative work and is a social influencer he's also the founder and CEO of Corazon Technologies all right Brian you have a very impressive profile uh let's get started with Did you always dream to be a CTO? No, that's a great question and thank you Priyanka. Really, I I loved technology. Uh whether it was a video game or writing some code back in high school, uh, I won't date myself, but learning to code on a Commodore 64 was was really my first passion for technology. But over time, I felt that I could give more to an organization by leading in a, a group of technologists versus just being an individual contributor and as much as I'm passionate about technology I'm, I'm even more passionate about people and so that really excelled my growth over the years being uh, you know a first time supervisor manager director and then eventually a CIO and now a CTO so it's been exciting that's pretty impressive Tell us about Corazon Technologies. What is it about and what's your vision? So, several years ago, uh great question. Several years ago, I wrote many articles for different publications including cio.com, the bigger IDG network, and I was asked to fac- 
facilitate a tweet chat and one thing led to another and before you know it i started getting featured in different magazines like harvard business review and and that's not what i was trying to go after but i loved this social platform i grew my social following personally because i was trying to build a brand around uh who i am as a cio and sure enough you know, 70,000 followers later it has really benefited me. Obviously, it took some work, but I really love the idea of running a digital uh, publication. And so that's why I launched Corazon Technology. There's a lot of um, nuances and restrictions if you want to write for, let's say, a Forbes.com or the bigger, you know, IDG. So I decided, you know, I want everybody's voice to be heard, not just you know, uh, uh, an executive from uh, Fortune 500, right? I want a technologist to be featured on my platform. And so it's really an all-inclusive, it's global. I've got 25% of my guests on the platform are actually international. So it's really inspiring. And so that's my passion. What my passion is really what drives me to uh, do what I do, love what I do and, and founding the Corazon platform. That's pretty impressive, Brian. And I see Corazon as an amazing platform to bring in diverse leaders from different backgrounds um, and focusing on the wisdom that they can provide to your audience. So that's amazing work. And I also love your podcast. To our listeners, you need to check out Brian's podcast. Brian, do you have a word to say about your podcast as well? Sure. Thank you. And, and thanks for being a guest on. It's called uh the digital executive you can find it on all the platforms uh, spotify itunes you name it it's there so yeah appreciate the uh the plug there priyanka that's amazing and we'll have links to the podcast as well as part of our show episode notes brian now let's talk about your career as a cio for uh, johnson county in kansas city how was that experience being a cio in the public sector space Sure, it's a lot different. Uh, those that work in public sector know that public sector is is a little bit different the way the organization is obviously laid out, but also their mission uh, to support the community or serve that community that they support. Uh, you know, I cut my teeth mainly most of my career in the healthcare space, uh, usually private uh, sector, or I even spent some time at a Fortune 500. Uh, it's, it's, it's like a night and day difference, but I can tell you the thing about being in public sector is things are very consensus driven. Things might take a little longer to get done, but the outcome, the satisfaction, both from a taxpayer perspective and the stakeholders or the employees that are actually working uh, on a project to find the end goal, uh, the satisfaction is much higher. That's pretty cool. Thanks so much for sharing that experience. Before we delve deeper into your career advice, I'm going to acknowledge another listeners, uh, listener of ours, Janani Rangarajan, who's joining us from LA. Hi, Janani. Welcome to the show as well. And just as a quick reminder to our listeners, uh, as well as Nikita and Janani, please drop in a question for Brian, and here's a chance to win a free exclusive mentoring session with Brian. All right, Brian, a lot of my listeners to the podcast are young women, uh, people of color, as well as, you know, young software engineers. They're always looking at how do they build their brand? How do they ace their technical careers? What are three strategies that you can provide to our listeners on aspiring, uh, who are aspiring to be executives? Absolutely. I think the main thing is, are you willing to, and not at the cost of a relationship, obviously, but are you willing to roll up your sleeves and jump in? You know, what I found early on is, if you're 
first in line for volunteering for a project and and i'm not asking or, or or telling anybody that they should be you know a teacher's pet for example what i'm saying is the people that want to grow their career uh, need to show that initiative uh, and do it in a, a, a very um, strategic way. You want to build relationships at all levels. Uh, the one thing I would say that would stand to that is, is obviously integrity is you, you never want to use somebody to get to your end goal. That's, that's number one. But be present, uh, be a leader. I don't care if you're an individual contributor or a first-time supervisor. Um, you still need to stand out as a leader and again, treating people the way you would like to be treated is really how I uh, excelled in my career. Um, I would say those are the big things that stand out, but be willing to do the hard work, be willing to roll up sleeves. And also, uh, and I've learned this uh, for many years, and I, I do this today and currently am in mentoring two people right now. But at one point in my career, um, I was mentoring five people and it, it gets a little busy sometimes, but that's how I get fulfilled. And when you're in a corporate uh, job, you're not working a typical typical 40 hour a week, right? You're working much more than that. And so sometimes the, 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 the hours can be long and, and sometimes you get down and out. So giving back like mentoring uh, uh, allows me to be fulfilled. And when I'm fulfilled, um, it's not work anymore. It's more of, like I said, more of a passion, which I'm very passionate about building relationships and being around people. So if that would help any, I, I would say just, just be present, be a leader. That's amazing advice. As a nice segue, we have a question from one of our listeners, Janani Rangarajan, who's asking, what is one of the biggest challenges when you're leading teams and being seen as a leader? You know, you have to set aside um, your, your personal feelings or what people are thinking about you. A lot of times uh, it's easy to go down that path. And it, as you know, your, your mind will start to race. And before you know it, it's a slippery slope. If you're doing things for the right reasons and you have integrity and you're transparent with your team, you can go really, really far. And again, uh, you know, trust is the foundational uh, item for any, uh, for any leader. Uh, you've got to have trust, number one. Uh, so that's a great question. I, again, I would just say start out with trust, uh, be transparent. And, and don't worry about what people are, are, are going to say. As long as you know you're doing the right thing, uh, you'll be in a great space. That's a very interesting observation, Brian. And as a seasoned executive, uh, it's very well thought of what you said. But tell me this, what do you tell yourself personally to stop overthinking when you have these kinds of leadership challenges? Well, if you look around the world and you see uh, people that may be famous or have accomplished things, uh, they all had their challenges as well. But the difference between them and, and a lot of us is they decided to make a decision in their mind that that is uh, not important for me to be focusing on things that will not uh, help me achieve my goals or achieve success or, or bring value to the customer or their employees. Uh, it's just... Again, you're gonna, you have to change that question in your mind immediately as, as those thoughts come in and, and you just need to focus on, on getting the job done. Again, for me, I'm more of a person that thinks about the other person or the employee before I even think about myself. So that that is what's gotten me through a lot of things is, is I'm very 
unselfish. I look at how can I help the customer, the employee, my staff before me, and, and that takes away all the stress and that focus of thinking, well, what are people thinking about how I'm doing, you know? So that's that's how I got through it. But, but I would say if you could set those aside, uh, those thoughts, uh, it takes some work to practice. Um, you'll do fine as a leader. You really will. But always look for a mentor yourself. You need to grow as well. Just because you feel like you're doing a good job doesn't mean you're doing a great job. You need to continue to push yourself to be better. You know, pushing the envelope is always a constant challenge for leaders. And thank you, Jenny, for that wonderful question as well. And it gives a chance to understand, you know, the real Brian. Thank you. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the technologies. You've, you are a master digital transformative expert is how I see you, Brian. What are some technologies or, tra or trends that you see uh, as the future? Is it artificial intelligence, blockchain? cybersecurity, what's your perspective? You know, it, nowadays it's it's all tied together, but I would say on the forefront for sure, machine learning or the, the bigger artificial intelligence absolutely is is here to stay. In fact, it's uh, there is some truth about, hey, what's happening to, to our jobs? Well, we know this, uh, the, the human race is so uh, amazing how we can overcome challenges. Look at the last several thousand years, how we grew uh, when we met challenges. What did we do when the industrial revolution came? Well, we're now in that fourth age, right? That fourth industrial revolution. And, you know, and, and what I learned when I was attending MIT from a great uh, MIT economics professor is even if certain jobs that are mundane and repetitive tasks, yes, some of those jobs will go away, but us humans will create new jobs, new industries, new verticals, that there will always be jobs for humans. And what's really neat about machines, uh, and I know a lot of, there's a lot of skepticism about them. Um, I, I think that machines and humans together can do a better job than just humans alone or humans alone. Uh, that's, you know, machines and humans together will make uh, our world a better place. And I honestly believe that. There's a lot of things that we're doing in healthcare, especially to to better uh, patient care, better diagnosing uh, of certain diseases, uh, which we couldn't do years ago, are now being done by machines. And so I think we need to embrace this. Obviously, have ethics behind it, but we need to embrace embrace the technology. Uh, there's others out there, obviously, that are are, are very prevalent. Cybersecurity is really big right now. And obviously blockchain, there's now use cases in every industry, but I would say um, embrace the technology, learn about it. It's, it's, it's here to stay. That's very uh, insightful. Thank you so much. Are there certain resources that you would suggest for our young professionals to look at when they're looking at any of these different technologies? Certainly, if you're very young, you're in high school or, or college or beyond somewhere in that and you, and you want to learn more about that, I would definitely engage your career counselor at, at a college. But there's a ton of resources uh, and I, gosh, at the top of my head, uh, I read some of them on a regular basis, but there's at least 40 publications just on artificial intelligence and machine learning uh, around science. And some of them are specific to manufacturing uh, or healthcare. But there, there's a plethora of information out there. If you wanted to dive into that technology, I would absolutely try and, you know, get your feet wet. Get into 
go out and try a programming class and see if you can develop code. You know, Python is is one of the many languages that is being leveraged now around uh, predictive modeling for machine learning and analytics. Right. Uh, just dive in and and don't try to figure out your career in one day. You know, I thought coming out of college that I knew what I wanted and I had to make a million dollars right away. It's not like that. Get some experience. You've got time. Get some experience. Uh, roll up your sleeves. Try different things. Uh, enjoy it while while it lasts. You know, if you need to switch up uh, your career or or do a different type of education to augment what you're already doing, then go for it. Uh, I've I've done a lot of different things in my career and and gone back to school uh, as recently as this year uh, at MIT just to embrace the technology. So that's what I would share. Thank you for that. And you're a classic example of a leader who's always on the constant learning mode. You know, education never stops, right? That is correct. You, you've got to, if you're not learning, they say you're dying. And, and I don't know whose quote that was, but, but, that, but, but that's true. And, and you will get stagnant if you don't learn. So it's something that you constantly need to learn. Thank you for that. And I want to quickly acknowledge Janine's comment. She wanted to thank you for the, the helpful insights behind what it takes to be a leader. So thank you, Brian, and thank you, Janani, for that comment as well. Yes, thank so you. One of the, so one of the critical aspects of leadership is, again, apart from the technology, the learning, the perspectives that you bring to the table, is your soft skills. How important are soft skills, and what are some advices that you would give to our listeners on enhancing your soft skills? Yeah, just like uh, we talked about, you know, the learning is an evolutionary process and you've always got to be learning. Soft skills are just as important. And if you want to be a leader, you've got to learn about the 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 human part of things before you learn about the technology. So I'm, what I mean by that, you know, we all talk about IQ. Well, as a leader, you need to embrace EQ, right? That emotional intelligence. Um, you know, it, it's it's so important to pick up a book listen to a podcast, um, download an ebook around um, leadership, uh, how to lead, uh, how to show people, how to be able to uh, make a tough decision when you know it's not going to be popular. Uh, but all that it comes with leadership. You can't just think, well, gosh, I get that big corner office and I get paid a little bit more. So that's what I want. Um, you can't look at it like that. That's maybe a, a side benefit. Uh, if that, Really, what you need to do is find a way you can grow yourself, be fulfilled, and help others. When you do that, you'll be one of the first people that uh, the executive team will come up and say, you know, Brian, we want to give you a shot at, at a director position, or we want to give you your first time shot at, at a CIO, right? Uh, obviously, there's a process for that from an HR perspective, but, but for people to recommend you is a great feeling. That means you're doing something right. That's very true. And, uh, you know, one of the other questions that you would have is, as you become a leader, you also need to build your brand. And this brand could be both social media and it could be your, your physical self, right? When you walk into the room, what kind of brand you are projecting? So we have a question from one of our listeners on those lines uh, from Nikita Palmer. In a world where there are so many new and innovative blogs, vlogs, and podcasts coming up, how do you find the right path for us to build your personal brand? What's one takeaway you would have for her? Sure. So everybody's different. Um, and I'll, I'll hit the uh, the social media standpoint. So, you know, for me, 
I liked social media and I didn't do it just for the, you know, let's, let's have fun and, and talk about what we saw on, you know, the, the, uh, the comedy show last night, right? M mine was more to build a brand around myself so I could be ready for that next career move. But everybody, it's going to be different and every platform is different. But what I can tell you is, is just be consistent. Um, you know, have a little fun with it, but be professional. So I grew in about a three-year period. I grew to about sixty to seventy thousand followers in a in about a three-year period. It, it was active. I was very deliberate on what I wanted to do, and it wasn't. You can't go into it thinking about, well, I want a million followers. Um, that's great, but you're going to get a, a you know one viral video out of about ten thousand, right? And right. You're not, so that 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 can't be your end goal. Your end goal has to be, I want to build something that's quality that people can follow and be interested in and have a little fun with it. That's what I would suggest. And then from a, a personality standpoint, when you walk into, you, you know, a meeting with your team or you're going to give a presentation or you walk in the boardroom, you know, be authentic, be yourself. You know, you're not there to uh, be a Bill Gates or a Elon Musk, right? You're there to be yourself, be authentic and have fun with it. Um, I'm kind of a jokester, to be honest. Imagine me sitting in a boardroom with a bunch of executives and, and board members and um, me uh, on the professional side, of course. But, you know, me, I do tend to crack a joke here and there. And, and I like to bring the fun out in people. And if you've asked anybody that I've worked with, whether they reported to me or they were a peer of mine or I reported to them, they're going to say Brian was kind of a lot of fun. So that, that that's what I'd, I'd like to say coming from Brian. That's pretty cool. And that's your brand, right? You know, people feel uh, good about themselves when they are surrounded by amazing leaders like you, where they can be their authentic selves. So it's a yes. ripple effect, is how I see it. And thank you, Nikita, for that wonderful question as well. Now, tell me this, Brian, when you're in the corner office, how do you see uh, people around you, especially women in tech? What are some thoughts a CIO or a CTO has to be an ally and bring the other people along and especially women? Absolutely. So that's a great question, Priyanka. And I think it's very relevant and timely uh, nowadays is equality is so big, is really, uh, and I, I told you earlier on that I mentored a lot of people in my career. Uh, and I would say it was about a half and half 50-50 mix to the women versus men that I mentored. And, I, and, and I'm very proud of that to say that um, you know, women and men are, are equal in every sense of the word. Uh, obviously, you know, whatever your belief system is, whether it's the universe or God or someone else, you know, there's a reason why there's a man and a woman, obviously, but, but we both have that, um, intelligence, that, that smart, the, 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 the need to contribute back to society. So we're equal in, in every aspect. And so to me, mentoring a female, uh, or a male or someone that, uh, you know, came from another country. I think that's amazing to support regardless. I, I always, I don't look at those things. I look at how do I help this person grow and be able to become a leader and give back to the, to society like I did. And so I believe that's so important again, regardless of your color, race, creed, or your background, um, we need to help each other out and build each other up as one human race. And that's the way I look at everything. And, and I'm, I'm proud to support um, uh, the culture and diversity and inclusion across the globe. 
that's pretty amazing to hear, uh, you know, especially coming from, uh, you know, a person like you, Brian, where you're looking at embracing diversity and equality. And that's the mindset shift a lot of organizations and leaders need to have. And I'm so glad you're one of the torch bearers for us. Absolutely. I think it's important. And again, it's, it's, I'm helping those people that want to help and give back and grow themselves as well. Obviously, that's, that's where, where, where my focus has been, but it's, but it's been great. Thank you. And to our listeners, having known Brian for quite some time, he's very kind and a giving and a humble person, I should say. So thank you so much, Brian, for being that wonderful, uh, you know, cheerleader for a lot of us and being a, an ally for women in tech. I think that's really admirable quality of yours. Absolutely. Love it. And thank you for sharing. All right. So we have another question from Janani Rangarajan. So being a leader, So being a leader, a lot of times, uh, you know, you have to do technical work, hands-on work in coding. What's your experience? Where do you spend your time? Sure. So as a leader, um, you know, you really are driving the bus. You've, you've heard that, um, that analogy before, right? It's, it's, and it's true. You need to get the people on your team in the right seat on the bus. As soon as you can, and sometimes it takes a hard decision, but as soon as you can align and get um, those people in the right seats on the bus, you'll be able to spend more time focusing on some of those other things that, that you like to do or love to do and, and or just getting your job done, right? But there is always that 20-80 rule, I would say 20%. Uh, you spend 80% on 20% of your staff. Um, and if you're doing that consistently, it's time to look at uh, again, moving that person or persons into a different role, possibly. Uh, and if that doesn't work out, you know, sometimes you have to say, hey, I don't think this is working out for, for either of us here at the organization. Um, let's try and figure out your exit strategy. So maybe you can find a, a place that, um, that you feel uh, fulfilled and, and happy at being there. Um, but for the most part, I have a outstanding record of, of having uh, not any turnover in long periods of times with multiple large teams. And I'm very proud of that because I worked hard to get people on the right, uh, you know, seats in the bus. Because again, I mentioned earlier, if you have the level of trust as your foundation, you'll do very, very well as a leader and you'll be able to move people around uh, very easily. Thank you for that. And thank you, Janani, for that great question as well. Now, um, we have a handful of listeners joining in, so I wanted to remind them, if you have a question for Brian, do put it out there through the uh, chat box. And one lucky winner gets a free mentoring session with Brian himself. So please do that. Brian, what's the legacy that you want to leave behind when you look at your life from an outsider perspective? Sure. I And I don't want to sound like this is a cliche, but I definitely want to leave the world in a better place than when I found it. And the fact that I can give back and contribute to uh, whether it's, you know, at a, at a company or whether it's at a community uh, fundraiser or community food drive or just mentoring people. If I know I'm making it better, even if I could, you know, help one person become somebody that's going to be great and inspiring for many, many others, I feel like I've accomplished something. But so to keep it short, yes, leaving the place in a better spot than when when i when i arrived 
that's always uh, very thoughtful of you you know thinking about what your brand is going to look like and the impact that you create to a lot of other wonderful people so we really appreciate all the support that you provide to us with that being said we have a fun rapid fire round for you are you ready for it sure all right so you tell me the first thing that comes to your mind when i say the following and let's try to keep it to one word if you can role model leader <laughs> one word huh? um yeah this is great but go ahead <laughs> do you have a specific role model in mind that you would like to share um well i can give you one if, if right off the top of my head i had a mentor role model um who was a chief information officer for many years at ascension health very large health or healthcare organization and i learned a lot from him and uh, he believed in mentoring but he was also big on diversity and inclusion i think that was very helpful but uh and i might i'll drop his name he, he's he's you'll find him easily out there he's he's a pretty big name but his name is mark barner and he was the cio of uh ascension health uh for many many years and a great great gentleman Thank sorry that wasn't my word <laughs> you know it's always nice to know some of the great qualities of your mentors because i believe that your bosses or your managers can have a real impact on your career. Mm -hmm. So uh, mm -hmm. I've had a personal experience with that. And, you know, thanks to wonderful mentors like Mark, uh, who make sure that, you know, their mentors give back to the community as well. Absolutely. All right. What does happiness mean to Brian? Say that again, Priyanka. What does happiness mean to you? Uh, fulfillment. You know, again, just because uh, you make that corner office right. Um, Fulfillment, I guess. Sorry, I'm trying to keep it to one word, but success uh, and you don't feel fulfilled is really failure, as Tony Robbins would say. So I'd say fulfillment. And whenever I'm giving, I feel fulfilled. That's amazing. What is one fun thing about Brian that's exclusive to our podcast listeners? Uh, I'm a jokester. Uh, well, I think I've already mentioned that, but um, yeah, I just I just have fun and, and engage with people. Fun. That's me, Brian. That's amazing. One word to describe yourself. Um, funny. Get to know me <laughs> for five minutes and, and uh, yeah, you'll, you'll be laughing. That's pretty cool. Thanks so much for that. And to our listeners who are tuning in, please do drop a question or a comment. We would love to hear your takeaways from this podcast and also win a free mentoring session with Brian. So you have a couple more minutes as we wrap up the show to get your chance to win an exclusive mentoring session with the funny and amazing leader, Brian. All right, Brian, how has your experience been on the podcast and why do you think people should listen to this? Well, first of all, thank you, Priyanka, for having me on here. Um, you know, we, we, we were introduced and we both have shared airtime on each other's podcasts now. So thank you. Your podcast is amazing. Uh, and, and I'll tell you, I've done 125 episodes now but your podcast brings um, a lot of diversity uh, which mine does as well but yours has video which i want to get to that level but mine's audio but i would have to say your podcast is simply amazing the format the fact that you go live with with your with your feed and uh, like i said the videos i think is really puts it a notch above everybody else and i've done a lot of podcasts so i can tell you, you you're, you've got an amazing podcast so the listeners right now please follow uh, i think she's doing an amazing job 
Thank you so much, Brian, for those wonderful words. And for our listeners, again, do remember to subscribe to us. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit that subscribe icon, as well as on Twitter at Spot Startup. You can see them on the screen. And we're also on LinkedIn. If you're watching the LinkedIn Live, uh, you can follow me, Priyanka Komla, as well as our Career Startup podcast page. And it's a great community where you can learn and connect with my guests and also get some free exclusive giveaways, be it mentoring sessions, free books, and uh, you know other wonderful ways to connect with the guests as well. All right, with that being said, it's time for a drum roll to figure out who our lucky winner is between Nikita and Jenny uh, to win a free mentoring session with you. So Brian, here comes the tough question for you. Pick one winner, Nikita and Jenny. Ah, uh, gosh. Um... <laughs> uh, hmm. I that's I'll say uh, Nikita. Nikita, awesome. I, I, yeah, yeah. I don't. Again, I. It's just a random pick. So. Okay. All right. There you well, go. So, so Nikita, congratulations on winning a free mentoring session with Brian, and we'll connect you with Brian offline so you can go ahead with your mentoring session. And Jenny, thanks for that great question as well. And. Feel free to connect with Brian and get his mentorship and advice, you know, as you like. And how just, about that? Just for fun, because uh, I, again, this is how I feel. <laughs> I always care about what people, uh, you know, they're feeling right. Um, and so, there, if there's just two of them on the show, I'm going to uh, throw in another mentoring session for your other guests as well. So, so please consider both of you uh, being uh, ha having that opportunity with me. So, thank you. Thank you. That's so wonderful and gracious of you. So congratulations, Jenny, and congratulations, Nikita, on winning the mentoring session. And that's the great aspect of my, all my guests. When I throw in a free mentoring session, most of the time we have multiple people, uh, you know, being able to take on that. And thanks to wonderful people like you, Brian, for the time and uh, energy and investment. Sure. Just next time when you have 100 guests, I don't know if I can do that. But, but uh, <laughs> no, this, this is great. I'd, I'd be happy to do it. And uh, if, if you want to Again, I'm sure you'll share that information out so they can reach out to me. But but yeah, I'm easily found on, out there on the internet. So awesome! Thanks so much, Brian. What is one parting thought you can leave our listeners with? Um, I've learned a lot over my career, and and I I really like this message to go. Well, it goes to everybody, but especially the younger generation is have patience, just have patience uh, and look for a mentor. I would say if I would have known half the things I know now when I was 21 years old, uh, I think I would have been a lot further, done a lot of different things and, and who knows. But I would say don't be afraid to ask uh, and don't be don't be down because you get a no. But get out, find a mentor, someone that's going to help you grow your career. There's a ton of people out there that would love to help uh, you grow your career. So again, that goes for any age group, but but I'm looking to the younger generation just because I was there at one point and, and, and I struggled and I had to figure out a lot of things on my own. That's wonderful advice, Brian. And I love the fact that you mentioned having that patience and persistence. You know, that's something that is a great leadership quality as well. Yes, thank Yes, thank you. Thank you. That's awesome, Brian. Thanks so much for your time and uh, efforts. And we really appreciate the wonderful nuggets of wisdom you've shared on our Career Startup podcast today. So kudos to you on all the wonderful work. And I wish you all the very best for all your endeavors and look forward to your amazing podcast as well going forward. 
Absolutely. And Priyanka, thanks again for having me and uh, love to be back on the show sometime. But uh, yes, thank you again. Awesome. I'm going to have a couple of quick uh, closing comments. Nikita says, thank you so much for your time. And do you have anything to share? <laughs> all right, that says it all. Nikita, thank you so much. Janani, thank you so much for those wonderful questions. And to all our listeners who've been watching the show as well, this is our 54th episode with Career Startup Podcast and our wonderful Brian Thomas. And this is your host, Priyanka Komla, signing off from Career Startup Podcast, a podcast to spotlight world-class Asian entrepreneurs, leaders, C-suite executives, and people who are allies to the Asian community, just like Brian, who can inspire us with their personal journey and wisdom. Until another episode with another interesting guest that's going to happen next week, uh, do continue to tune in to all our episodes. And I should say, actually, we have an episode coming in tomorrow, which is focused more on data science. So stay tuned to, stay tuned to that episode as well. And uh, we would love your support on all our social media platforms, be it YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn, and your favorite podcast streaming platforms. So thanks so much and have a wonderful rest of the day. Mm-hmm.